I recorded in the back of my minivan. I had a minivan studio. I remember those videos. In the back of a Honda Odyssey, there's an outlet. That was my actual studio. Wow. I wasn't just doing it for content. Oh, wow. Like, I was really making music. I made 50 masters in the back of that minivan. <laughs> yeah. what, what advice are you, would you give people that are trying to, they just want to make music? The advice I have is not what they want to hear. <laughs> Put the art to the side, move like a business. People are not on social media to find your music. You have to pretend like they have no idea who you are. They're yeah. in a hurry. They don't care about you. And you have to entertain them. The question is just like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in this video, I sat down with independent artist Nick D. He's one of the biggest independent artists in the world. If you haven't watched the full video, I would highly recommend going to watch it. And this is the full podcast. So shout out to Nick and um, enjoy. All right. <laughs> where do you start? We made it. I mean, we're way the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> we're deep. Culpeper, Virginia. This is this is just like I just feel like we were trying not to talk while we were just sitting on the farm, but I yeah. feel like this is just like insane. Like to come out here and be like, this is like one of the biggest independent artists mm. out here in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Just like living, it almost just feels like normal, almost. It is. It's so like, it's almost like nostalgic for me. Like maybe it's the East Coast type of weather yeah. or what, but like, it's like you got the backyard, you go yeah. out and you live a normal life and you go make some songs and. I never left. Like Childish Gambino said, dude, because of the internet. Mm-hmm. You know? I never had a desire to leave. First of all, all right, let's, 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 let's go back a little bit. So I started pursuing music as a career in 2019. And that's what? Uh, are you gonna math? Four years ago, four and a half years ago, mm -hmm. I started pursuing it as a career, and I dabbled with it in high school. After high school, uh, like I made music, I enjoyed making music. Yeah. But I wasn't in my mind. I wasn't like I'm gonna do this for a living. Yeah. I never had that thought. Um, and then I and then around that time, I asked my wife. Do you mind? Is this, at the time we weren't married. Like, do you mind? Is this something I could pursue? She wasn't fully behind it. Yeah. So I put it on the back burner, mm -hmm. right? Because and and some people think, you know, oh, if she loves you, she'll just support. Like, but there's compromise in a relationship. It's it's a fit. It's you know, it's fifty fifty, but not always. Like sometimes it's ninety ten. Yeah. Sometimes it's a hundred zero. Somebody picks up all the slack. Yeah. Right? So there's compromise, and I love my wife. So if it doesn't work well for us, like when I commit to a person, I commit to us. I'm yeah. not committing to you supporting me doing whatever I want, yeah. but right? it's an us thing. So I put it on the back burner and then I came to her in 2018, late 2018, and I asked her, do you mind if I pursue it as a career? I think I can really, you know, I think I can do something with it. Yeah. I was doing photography at the time and that was the sole income for our family. We had our son and I was a photographer. I photographed weddings, small businesses, the town of Culpeper their like tourism department. I was doing their photo and video work. And um, what, what was it that made you feel like, all right, this is something I, that I, I just can... had to itch, you know, like I never stopped thinking about it or yeah. like never stopped like, like I put on the back burner yeah. and then I started making music again Yeah. and I was really enjoying it. And I was like, you know, I, I really think I can do something like I yeah. think, and I, even those songs are cheeks, but like you still feel like yeah. I got something here. I love it. I'm passionate about it. It would be fun to give it a go. And then COVID come along 2020, right? So this is a year in. And, or I guess in full 20, yeah, like a year in, COVID 2020. 
and it gives me this unique like wedding stop mandated no gatherings right? right so wedding stop my business really comes to a really slow standstill and it gave me this unique opportunity to focus on music to right. really focus on one thing and I, I think that's key. There's a book on Find Your One Thing. I don't yeah. know if you've read it. And in other scenarios, there's this food truck in Charleston, South Carolina. They do fish and chips on the menu. It says, we got fish and chips, and we got fish or chips. <laughs> yeah. That's what they sell. And there's a line down the block, and then they go brick and mortar. They do the best fish and chips. They focus on one thing. Yeah. So when able to put your, where you put your energy is what's going to grow. Yeah. So I put my energy into music in that time with COVID. And... Uh, I was able to get it up to a place where, because my wife's a realist, I was able to show her, hey, here's my first $4,500 month from DistroKid, from streaming only. I was like, I really think I could take it to the next to the next level. So like, there's so many there's so many artists and musicians and all this. They think they have to move to LA. They think they have yeah. to, but it's like it's <laughs> we're we're fucking out here, dude. Like, yeah. like. It took me an hour driving on a straight road <laughs> from the airport <laughs> from the airport just to get here yeah and it's just so it's just so i i'm trying to just express like how simple it is out here uh, i'm you know like simple guy i'm just like the question is just like what the fuck happened <laughs> you know what i mean like you know you're you're a little bit you're a little bit older like you're not some 18 year old yeah. kid moving out to la and trying to get lit it's like yeah like, what do you think it was that, was that was that the secret? Was being simple um, and just focusing on the one thing? I would say focusing on, the, focusing on the one thing was able to get me to the next level of it. But the first two years, I made music in my free time, my spare time, my extra time. Yeah. I recorded in the back of my minivan. I had a minivan studio. I remember those videos. In the back of a Honda Odyssey, there's an outlet. That was my actual studio. Wow. I wasn't just doing it for content. Oh, wow. Like I was really making music. I made 50 masters in the back of that mini. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I am simple. I've been with my wife since we were 16. Yeah. So since high school. Um, and I think part of that is also what could keep you grounded. You know, she probably kept me grounded. Yeah. Who's to say if I was single, would I have? I don't know. Right. But my, like, as far as going to L.A., I don't know. I've never been a partier or a drinker. Never been a... Coffee drinker and anything. I don't, yeah, I don't do any, anything that kind of like a, I'm a very simple. I, keep, yeah. I try to keep my body clean. I don't know. I'm very simple. My mind, I like my thoughts to be mine. Um, so you know, who's to say what my life could have been if I was single or not? Could have been, would have been. Because yeah. I love my life. I'm not looking for anything. You know, I could have, should have, would have. No, I did what I wanted to do. Um, I want to be at home with my family, two kids. What, what advice are you, would you give people that are trying to, um, like, I have so many artist friends that I try to give advice for yeah. content, but I feel like you're the master of TikTok for artists, you and Connor. And it's like, what advice would you give for artists who, it's like, they just want to make music. They just want to be creative and make music. Like, what what advice would you give for them to get their music? Because you can't, like, good music doesn't always just rise no, to the top. It doesn't always. It can. Rarely. You don't want to rely on that. The art I have is, or the, the advice I have is not what they want to hear. <laughs> Put the art to the side. Move like a business. Yeah.
think think a good content idea before you even write the song. Right. So there's a guy, Fulton, that I was telling you about. He's from Culpeper, another local Culpeper. Yeah. And he took, he listened to that and he took it to heart. He thought of a good idea. What's the idea? He was like, I'm going to set a sign out that says, if you're having a bad day, sit down. And then I'm going to write a song that's going to heal someone's bad day. The song's not written. The content idea is written. Yeah. And then it's cakes. Oh, nice. And then uh, and then he went and wrote the song after. That video goes on to do 10 plus million views on TikTok, 10 plus million views on Reels. Jeez. 10 plus million views on Facebook. So th collectively 30 million views. Yeah. And now his catalog is crushed and he's able to do music full time. Right. Because he set his pride to the side. He set the art to the side. Yeah. And he acted like a business. That's one thing. The other thing is people are not on social media to find your music. You have to pretend like they have no idea who you are. They're yeah. in a hurry. They don't care about you. And you have to entertain them. You have to entertain someone who's in a hurry and that, that doesn't care about what you're doing. In your mind, you have to think, this person doesn't care who I am. They're in a hurry. And they don't want to watch this video. How can you entertain that person? Yeah. So entertain while implementing your music. Content first, not music. A lot of artists will just get there, sit in front of the camera, play their song. No one gives a shit. Yeah, that's, no the, th that's the exact sentence I say to people. No one. No I one mean, cares. like, I've seen videos of, there's been videos of, uh, that people will react to my videos. And there's a yeah. lot of times where, you know, it's like, when you watch how people consume things, yeah. it changes your whole mindset. Yeah. Like, there's videos on, there's videos on YouTube of people watching my videos. And it's like, you know, the part I spent freaking three hours getting right is the part they skip through. <laughs> so it's like, imagine TikTok, right. imagine Instagram reels. They're yeah. just fucking swiping like crazy. So it's like, if you're trying to, it's like, no one cares. I, I, I just think like, yeah, you just have to like, almost go inward. Yeah. I'll that, tell you. I think that's why you've had success. It's just like, there's been so much, you're, you're waking up in the morning and feeding the cows and it's like th right. there's so much opportunity for like thinking mm. like i think a lot of people's lives are are too are so noisy yeah and as a creative person it's like how are you gonna it's like almost like when you come up with an idea or like a song or lyrics or whatever it's like it's like where are you getting those ideas mm. from i mean if you're if your life is too noisy and you're looking at what all these people are doing it's like out here <laughs> it's just like what are you looking at yeah you're the only artist probably like or I guess there's other ones. But, yeah, yeah. But, uh, there's one quote I saw one time where I'm most creative when I'm bored. Yeah. Right. And we're not bored anymore. No one's ever bored. No. There's no boredom. There's Netflix. There's scrolling. There's uh, always something to be working on. So it's if you can make yourself a little more bored. Yeah. I think you can be a little more creative. <laughs> now, when your stuff started blowing up, like, was it like a would you say it was a fast blow up or was it more consistent? I mean, it's, you got guys like Cato, ten, success is 10 years in the making, right? He's got yeah. that hat. So, I mean, I've been making music since high school, pursuing it since January uh, 2019, but I put in a lot of hours. Yeah. So it's like, to me, it took, it took a while. Yeah. But to, from the outside, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Know, like the moment, the defining moment of like next level would be Fine Apple, my song, and that, that charted top 40 hit radio it was my first song to like go viral viral um 
And I would say that's like the moment that gave me the platform. But what most people do in that moment is they try to ride that wave for too long. They get one to go and they just drill it into the ground. Yeah. I just released another song. Right. And then that song goes on to be even bigger than Fine Apple. Right. As far as streaming. And then another thing is old music is brand new to people who have never heard it. Right. So I got a song. That, so Icy Pop, the song I released after Fine Apple. I released it in September. Does okay. Does fine. And then I'm looking for... Uh, a piece of content to post. I'm, I'm in New Year's Eve in DC with my family, small getaway. Um, I'm like, I don't have anything to post. I go in my drafts. I find an old video of Icy Pie. I'm standing in the street. Well, I guess it'll work. I post. I filmed it back in September. Mm -hmm. I posted in uh, like January 7th or something. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, it goes on to 7 million views. Wow. So that's an old song. And then what do I do with that? I'm like, all right, I'm going to release another song. I released Serotonin that yeah, Friday. Yeah. And both of those songs at the same time are on the viral top 50 in the United States and, and other countries. But people are like, all right, Icy Pop's going crazy. I'm going to drill in Icy Pop. No, I release yeah. another song and I post them both every other day along with other music. Yeah. I'm trying to build my catalog, not just get the one song to go. And, you know, catalog is where the power is. Right. I got over, I got like 125 songs released. I got 150 songs mastered unreleased. Right. So I'm just like catalog catalog everybody like if you have five songs out each one of those songs has to do like seven thousand streams a day to do a million streams a month a lot of people a lot of ours would be great a million streams a month that's four or five thousand dollars a month off of all the platforms combined right and if you got a hundred songs out each one of those songs got to do 350 streams a day now do you ever get like overwhelmed of like of having that of having all these songs in the back catalog and feeling like you have to, I feel like that happens to me sometimes mm -hmm. where it's like, there's so much opportunity and so many ideas and so many things that need to go out. I'm in a different place now since about November of last year. Yeah. I came to a place where I'm, I'm not attached to the results. Right. My value is not determined by my monthly listeners. Yeah. Like, I'm good. My family's good. Like uh, I'm, my worth is not defined by my success. You know, I I proved. I guess I proved to everyone who I needed to prove wrong. Wrong. I don't know. I ran out of. I put in a song like I ran out of people to prove wrong. Not that that's a healthy thing to even yeah. be driving it, but I'm in a place now where it's like I don't feel pressure to even create. Right. Uh, and it's not like, I'm not like I'm good financially. It's just like Jim Carrey has a quote, I wish everyone in the world could have everything they ever wanted so they realize it's not enough. Yeah. And I just learned that early. Like no matter amount of success or goal record or streaming numbers or money is going to make me feel fulfilled. Like I'm still ambitious and I'm still motivated but I'm not attached to the result. Now, how do you keep that? Cause um, even with like simpler examples with like anyone with like, especially artists, I feel like where they, they get a little bit of monthly listeners and they, they start to get almost like start to get comfy and stop dropping music. Mm. Like how, how have you kept motivated with? I'll tell you my long-term play. And this is 
what keeps me releasing probably i would say um, a giant 27 acre farm <laughs> <laughs> my, my long-term play and it's not even so so far out is to sell my catalog right so my catalog drops that number drops so i have to keep my catalog consistent until i sell and then i will still build another catalog but my idea is, right, because I'm more business than creative, I think, yeah. on, on most levels. So I sell the catalog. I get this lump sum. It's capital gains tax instead of income tax. Uh -huh. So that's a, that's a win. And then I roll it into real estate. So I don't pay any taxes on it because I roll it into another investment. Yeah. And then that real estate builds over the next seven years, and then it's tax-free to roll into more. And I can borrow on that money. Right. Tax-free. So it's yeah. just like... Just a better way. It's of just doing a better it. way of diversifying my income. Yeah. And then I'll build another catalog and I'll sell that one. So I'm in the game of building catalogs and selling them instead of, and, but like most artists would be like, oh, you're not a real artist. You're not a true artist. Like those, those are your babies. I'm not sentimentally attached to my songs. I love to create music. I love it. it having a, like the start to finish the song, the feeling I get when it's done. I love it, yeah. but I'm not sentimentally attached. Yeah. I think artists becoming sentimentally attached to their stuff holds them back. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is like, to me, this is the future of, of music. You know what's the future? AI. No, <laughs> the future is uh, artists becoming their own streaming platform. I'll it give owns. you an example. There's an artist, Mike. You know Mike, you toured with him. Yeah, yeah. He has Only Steve's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes six figures a month off Only Steve's. He has probably a like total five million monthlies across all platforms, I would guess. Your yeah. YouTube, your Apple, your Amazon, your Spotify. Five million monthlies. He makes the same or more off of those 10,000 people yeah, who yeah. are subscribed to his monthly subscription. Now, Mike and I are in business now with a company called Grouped. And it's like a Patreon alternative. Yeah. But it's for that. It's for artists to... Because everyone wants millions of monthlies. But you can make the same money off of 10,000 people. Right. You get them to sign up at $9 a month. Provide yeah. value there. That's the future, really. Yeah. Hone in on the in your top 1% to 5%, the people who actually care. Right? Not the passive listeners who the next time you release aren't even, they're not even aware you released. Why focus on that? You got people who really rock with you. Give your attention there. I'm providing vlogs there. I'm doing behind the scenes. I'm posting demos. I'm doing making ofs. I'm doing uh, exclusive podcasts, unreleased songs, songs early before they drop, early access. And that's value for people. I think that's the future is just paying attention to the people who care. Yeah, we were looking into something like that too, but there's a lot of things we're looking into. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what are you, so what's the give and take on like this video is going to go to the uh, paywall and this video is going to, but this video has more, like what do you, what's the give and take on like what goes to paywall and what doesn't? So specifically with what we have going on at Group is is a free side. Get anyone you want in there, provide mm. value there. And then just post extras on the, on the paid side. Yeah. So they have the, the option to choose. It's not like I'm ostracizing people from everything. 
Like I've, I've post free music on the free side. I give, I do giveaways every week for everybody. But it's like, if you want extra stuff, there's the option to have it. That's, that's how it feels to me. Less, pay me, pay me. Like Patreon feels pay me. It's, it's in the name, pay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this one is more community focused. When you like, we're starting to get some real traction. Like you were definitely getting hit up by labels and get some yeah. big offers. You know, why not sign the million, whatever, however many million dollar deal advance and, and give up your next three albums to, well, to a label. Cause I'm a business Yeah. and I'm not a creative. I, I am creative, but I'm more a business than I am a creative person. So I always was thinking like a business. And I mean, you've also heard this before. What if you get a million bucks? Most are, like I don't have management. I don't have PR. I don't have. I was gonna ask that too. I don't have yeah. anything. Any, it's me and Cakes, and we make videos together. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Like I'm not about to give my 15 percent to to do my ideas. Yeah. Like what? I don't get it. Like if you want a manager to like check your emails, just pay for a personal assistant. Right. You don't gotta give 15 percent to a personal assistant. You can pay them 15 bucks an hour. But the creative people don't want to worry about it. <laughs> the creative people. You don't need no, you don't need, no one needs a manager. Not one person needs a manager. Need yeah. is the word. Does it make your life easier at a high level, at an A-list celebrity level? Probably, right? But I don't care to be an A-list celebrity. I don't want to be an A-list celebrity. And what was the original question? I got distracted. Uh, like signed to a label. Signed to a label. So getting the big million dollars. Right, so a million bucks, whatever. You got it. You got a a lawyer that's five percent. You got a manager that's twenty percent. You getting taxed forty five percent on that money. So you're getting less than you're getting less than five hundred thousand dollars. Three hundred fifty k. That's enough to go back to work. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. what are you gonna do with that? And then you're spending it like wreck. And then you don't own your stuff. And then you're getting eighteen percent of your records. And then at this point, I like I could get fifty fifty no problem. I could I could probably get more than that maybe in some. Well, like. From my experience with labels, it seems to be like they don't really pressure people into deals. Like it's just like this is the deal. We're of, this is the deal we're offering you. Yeah. Take it or leave it. A lot of artists still see getting signed as the end goal. Yeah, I think I think society does. Like I was writing down ideas for my next YouTube videos, and I'm like doing a contest where you get signed to a record label. Yeah. Everyone like that would go crazy. Right. Because. That's just right. what it's it's validation. Yeah. It's like going to it's like graduating from college. It's like yeah. all these things that aren't really success. Yeah. It's like how do you to me I look at what you're doing as like validation. Like when I come here and I see what you're doing, it's like I, I feel like I feel less crazy for mm. being out in the middle of nowhere in Temecula yeah. doing YouTube videos. Yeah. You know, because it's like the society wants you to go to LA and get signed and be be yeah. with Lil Yachty in the studio, dude. Yeah. Like that's what. what you, know, you know what's funny? That's the only guy I've been in the studio with, really? and I'm independent. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only that's guy. That's the only guy. <laughs> He's just everywhere. <laughs> if I posted Travis Scott's album cover, mm -hmm. and and wrote track eight called the blah blah blah, I produced this with seven other producers. Mm -hmm. The likes would go crazy my dms bro you finally made it it doesn't right. matter what i do dude we created no. one of the biggest plugins in history <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean and probably the biggest producer youtube channel that exists yeah. right now yeah like authentic producer channel yeah. doesn't there's no like 
there's no moment that's like validating you know it's like it won't be. yeah it, it's really like i wanted freedom i wanted flexibility yeah. i wanted to do something i love make a living from it i don't want to answer to nobody i want to make my own plans for the day if i don't feel like working i don't have to that's what i want it yeah. i don't care you know what famous person likes my stuff <laughs> yeah. you know yeah i don't like i mean it's cool sometimes like for example like bryce harper plays baseball he used to play yeah, for the yeah, nationals yeah. and he dms you and he's like bro love the song can i walk out to it that's cool because i can go to my stepdad who's been watching bryce harper on tv for years and i can say dude bryce harper's gonna walk out to icy pop yeah that feels nice yeah because that's a moment for my stepdad you know yeah. but like i don't care man like i care about my wife my kids my friends yeah my circle's small dude i never i, don't know. I just never had an interest in impressing people who don't give a shit about yeah me. it's just it's just funny because it's like because it's literally just you two right like there's no we just be vibing dude tuesdays and thursdays man there's no one like even i was saying like earlier engineer and they're all separate okay. places yeah uh engineer pablo same dude i've been using since Is he here though no he's in florida yeah yeah I'll, my my workflow is fast so i'll basically write a full song on a loop usually uh now it's a little different because like i said i just i'm in a different spot my bad i sang the whole beat <laughs> no it's, it's good no now i'm like i can get inspired on beats but usually i write on a loop and then I would send it to Graham. I'd write a full song, record the whole thing. I'd send it to Graham. Uh, 100. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. yeah I've, I've talked to him. But. He's about 95% of my production. Yeah. I send it to him, full song. He'll put the drums on it. If I have an idea, I'm like, I hear four on the floor. I hear Afro beats. I hear blah, blah. I'll tell him. And then if he hears the same thing, he'll build it out. Bam. Done. The beat is done in 30 minutes. And then we send it to Pablo. Pablo mixes it in 30 minutes. And then I have a full song done in two hours. Yeah. And I put it in the master's folder and I work on the next one. Yeah. Boom. I'm not overthinking it. Done is better than perfect. I want more darts to throw to hit a bullseye. I want more at-bats to hit a home run. Yeah. Every now and again, I'm going to get one that stands out. I'll release that one. And that's not saying my other songs are cheeks. They're still fire. So if you have like <laughs> a, if you have a fire-ass song right now and you don't have a piece of content, you're like, I just can't think of anything for it. I don't release it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's crazy. It's content first. But now my content become a little easier because I'm in a different place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where I'll stand in front of the microphone and I'll just sing it. Mm. So I can technically just release songs that I like now. But before it was content, content, content. And if I'm giving advice, it's what song do you have content ideas for, not what's your best song. I think understanding, like, people's i think understanding psychology of how people absolutely listen to how people consume things absolutely is everything it's how i sold a bunch of stuff it's yeah. how we do youtube it's how every everything knowing what people are going to do and yeah. what they want that's it give people what they want everybody tries to give them what they think they want just give them what they want yeah that's what when, when i get a song that starts to go viral what do they want another song so i give them another song most people would be like no nah, i'm gonna ride this one We'll ride this wave, see where it can go. Because that's the that's the label approach. It's yeah. just own the song and promote the hell out of it. Oh, and talking about why I don't sign also, uh, even if I sign now, it would be 50-50 easily. 
Yeah. Actually, I could tell you about this crazy offer that I got. Let's hear it. But, <laughs> but right now, the 50-50 one. So 50-50, I could get that pretty much anywhere. And the trouble is when I think of it, I do over a million streams every day already independently. So I would have to do double that to make the same money I'm already making. Yeah. Right? At a 50-50. And all they'll tell me to do is to keep doing what I'm doing. Right. What is the point? It don't make no sense. Yeah. So what I want is I want you to buy into my business. I don't want an advance. I want a non-recoupable fee. You buy into my business. I've already created this business. I have a $10 million business. Right. You buy into it. Yeah. Right? And then, not 10 million a year, just yeah, yeah. 10 million, it's worth, yeah. right? You buy into that and then, and then uh, I don't pay you back for it. Like what other business does somebody buy into that you have to pay them back? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, you're talking like, I mean, you talk to an artist, dude. They don't even, they don't even look at the stats. Do you know what I mean? They don't look at anything. They don't look at anything. They just want to create a song. Yeah. That's the trouble. The problem is this whole, it's a business. That's it. <laughs> the problem is it's a business. They don't want to run a business. You can't, it's not like, you know, you can't, it, this isn't a sport. You can't just be good and make a lot of money because you're the best. It's like you, you're going to get fucked over in the music yeah. industry. If you're, if you're the best <laughs> you don't want to be man i've never i've never and i still don't think this i'm not the best songwriter yeah i'm good i'm not the best singer i'm good not the best rapper i'm good but i give people what they want yeah yeah right when i was doing my photography business i was never the best photographer i didn't put in my in my bio published in this magazine because they're just stroking each other's ego. Like, there's a photographer's photographer, and then there's the people's photographer. That's yeah. why The Rock is the people's champ. He gives them what they want. Yeah. Just give the people what they want, and you'll be all right. So what's the what's the future hold, dude? Do you think you'll build a massive warehouse on your 27 acres? And yeah. For, would, you, would you look at, like, because you want to do a lot of stuff for independent artists. You got the independent podcast. Yeah. You got. You know what the, the trouble is? Because people don't, people aren't even talking about it though. Like, they're talking about you, like you, Connor, and a couple, maybe a few other people. Yeah. But like, because because they're like artists are just wanting to do what you're doing yeah. essentially. But I'm looking at it like, dude, these guys are. This is the, this is the you know the Jake with the V kid, J V K E. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I was I started doing a video with him a while ago. But like, and then like Russ and like, there's a few people that are independently I'm sure there's more but it's like this is the future of music like the labels don't do anything other than like get you in a room with this or like maybe a net, little bit of networking so you need that but label you artists want independent artists now because yeah. they're easy to work with uh and sync companies want independent artists netflix wants independent artists right there's less contracts yeah there's less headache less for even spotify is getting frustrated with label artists just labels in general like I'll, I'll release a song like i'm not getting a pop rising but like i'll release a song and i'll i never like I, I never pitch four weeks in advance like they tell you i'll pitch it six days in advance four days in advance and i'll still get a couple playlists yeah well dude it's like it's like like when you go to youtube you open the app it's a recommended thing for you when i go to spotify right now i think it, the music is just so behind mm -hmm. so the fact that you're doing what you're doing is like you're you have the groundwork done 
to just dominate even more because it's like there's going to be a time where you open spotify and it's just like TikTok. it'll be a for you page it's yeah. recommended shit there's editorial Did you see the update editorial like the which which one they they implemented that yeah yeah it's not fully launched but you saw it yeah like the, the home feed the scrolling on, on like, spotify yeah okay yeah. but i'm saying like if i go on spotify especially on my computer or on both it's like there's like three podcasts that i listened to like mm. 13 months ago yeah they're it's still like, telling you about them but like when i go yeah. on youtube it's perfectly yeah the video i watched yesterday yeah. the, a recommended video from that same creator yeah it's going to be all algorithmic based so it's going to be how long how many t songs they're listening to after and yeah. like how much how what percentage of people and that stuff's already in there but it's not going to be editorials yeah because you know why because because okay i guess the labels own a lot of spotify right but like it doesn't matter because once Spotify, because they're going to make more money that way. So once Spotify adds in a couple algorithmic things and go, oh, we made four times the amount of money this month from this one thing, they're going to keep doing it to the point where they're going to be a you know, $50 billion company or something like that to the point where it's not going to matter. You know, it, They're going to have Netflix yeah. income. Yeah. And if I think would it be crazy if Spotify implements their own private area for artists? Yeah. Like you can sell your merch on there now. You can promote a show. Yeah. Like imagine if you have uh, a paywall. Yeah. An extra three dollars well, a month. They they already started doing it with Patreon. Yeah. But that's for podcasts. Patreon podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Imagine they, they start doing that with for music artists. And there's like, and you can set it to whatever you want. Spotify will get an extra cut. I think it's a win-win for everybody. But there's a, a whole album behind a paywall. Yeah. You got an album comes out Friday. You listen to it early. Yeah. Why not? I mean, dude, it's fucking cr the fact that like I have to like send something out into the ether and like hopefully it's the right mix. I can't even preview it before. Yeah. It's like crazy that I have to use another website to upload the. I've been tweeting out like every freaking few months like when is spotify gonna have an upload button <laughs> like it doesn't make yeah. sense they would dominate there'd yeah. be no reason to submit to apple music and shit yeah like yeah i uh well i still use DistroKid. same i mean i'm i want to ask DistroKid who's the who what artist drives the most revenue from DistroKid. i just want to know probably up there dude i feel like i'm close <laughs> you're probably way up there. i feel like i'm close <laughs> yeah i don't know any, i don't know anyone using district kid that that does yeah. as many streams other than connor i think connor still uses district yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably way up there because labels don't use district no. so like they have their own stuff some russ people has, russ is on tune core russ actually switched he's uh I don't know, STEM, maybe STEM, maybe not. Oh, he switched, really? he switched to somebody. Oh, wow. I don't think it's STEM. And then Mike, Mike does, Mike uses, uh, Frank, they're all, they email me, they're all email me, but I had calls with him and I talked, talked through with them and they don't get it. They don't get it. Who? Anyone. Labels, marketing people, distribution companies, they don't understand how I'm doing what I'm doing without any support. I completely understand it. 
<laughs> they don't get it. Like really, they're they're flabbergasted. I'm like, I don't I don't want to. Yeah, well, it's like people are too worried about being validated, dude. Yeah. They want validation, so the things they put effort to towards are like getting on this YouTube channel and getting on this person. You know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna tell you this. I do, like I said, I do over a million streams a day. I'm gonna tell you how many those streams come from editorial playlists. All right, currently, editorial playlists, over a million streams a day. The highest it's ever been, 4%. Wow, <laughs> I was gonna say 5%. The high, it's usually 2%, Yeah. but I think my song Sundown got in some country playlists. So nice. like for, the, for this past 28 days. Dude, you made it, bro, congrats. <laughs> I made it, dude. I made it, dude. Dude, 4%. It used to be 2%. Well, so we'll end on this. What's your, what's your, what's your final advice to, we'll say, someone watching this video, right? It's like, it just, we'll say just in life, dude, because it just feels like uh, the way you live it just like can be reflected in any mm. field, being an mm -hmm. artist, producer, whatever you're trying to do. This is rare, dude. This feels rare to me. I know you've been around for a long time, but like, there's, it, there's so much potential here. Yeah, it's like you own you own the means of operation. Yeah, is that important to you? Has that always been important to you? It was just, it was really the freedom. As yeah. soon as I give someone something, there's an expectation of me to deliver something back. Yeah, I don't want any of that. I. Like I said, the money is a is a secondary. I said I said it in a song. It was like, dang, hold up, I want to get it right. Okay, so the line is the money making is a side quest. I had to fund the main quest, and the main quest is to have that farm with my family and be home all the time. Yeah, that's the main quest. So this money making is just to fund that. Yeah. My goal is not to be the largest independent artist ever. Um, like, I'll be on charts, and I won't even know. People will send it to me, and that's how I learn about it. Yeah. I really could care less. Now, don't get me wrong. I released an album, independent, obviously independently, didn't promote it, had no singles on it. It was 17 brand new songs, no singles, and it, it debuted top 10. And that was, like, that felt good. I'm not going to, like, say, oh, it didn't feel good. It felt good because it's the complete opposite of how people think they have to do it. I didn't tell anyone. I told, I posted on Instagram, I said, album's out. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. And then it charts. And in one of the songs I say, I have a line that says something like, it's just me and my brothers like Jonas. And then funny enough, Jonas Brothers was on that, they released an album the same day and they were number two and I was number seven. And we were right next to each other. Yeah. And I was just like, what the hell? I said it like, on the album. I said that, you know, it's just me and my brothers, like Jonas, and then like me and my brothers, me, Case, and whoever else nearby, my friend Mark. You know, they got just friends that are just around, always been supporting. Yeah. So like, that felt good because I did it my way. Yeah. Because I never sacrificed any of my morals. Because I never did anything I didn't want to do. Yeah. I, if I got burned out with content, what did I do? I stopped making content. I stopped making content for five, six months. I didn't post for five, six months. My numbers went up. Right. Sometimes that's good to give them a dry spell.
You know, I'm really bad at celebrating the wins when they come because those aren't the wins that validate me. If that, like, like most people would take a minute and, and like, you know, like you get one song to go, anybody can get one song to go. Yeah. But what do you do after it? Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It's just like it's my, deal. <laughs> <laughs> my goal has never been to be the person like the artist that people see me as that's a secondary blessing that comes from doing something that i love yeah that's just the extras yeah and i'm cool with the extras don't get me wrong i love being able to buy 27 acres and have that home and take care of friends and family but that's a bonus yeah that's not my focus right my focus is to take care of my family and live a flexible life and just do something that I love. I'm inspired, dude. I come from very humble beginnings. Oh yeah, I didn't grow up with shit. <laughs> you know? So like, so like, when you start making money, you're like, yeah. fuck, I know how to do this. I know how to make $10 million a year now. Yeah. So my focus was on $10 million a right. year. I was like, I need to do 10 drips now. Right. Make a plug-in subscription and get this many people right. subscribed and make $10 million a year. But it was like, there was no, there was no direction to it. It was very confusing. It's like, and Russ even said that to me. He's like, what's your goal now? Because I, I was at the, we were at a show. And I was like, I don't know, make $10 million a year. And he told me not to focus on that. Focus on <laughs> yeah. And it was like such a bad thing for me. Because you end up making less money when you start focusing on money. And so you have to focus on, so like my focus now is inspiring as many people as possible, mm -hmm. which is where I started from, to be honest. Yeah. Like I had you know 2017 i had two people in a live stream and i live streamed for three hours straight mm. to two people just making beats yeah. talking to them yeah. it was because i was giving them inspiration yeah. fire for that's like what gives me energy yeah. um and then i'm sure once we have people, a family I'll people get distracted be more family. people get distracted they get they've they get in that flow and it's easy to there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with making money right money's good for the good it could do but if it becomes your sole focus you get a little lost, you know, and then you, you got to find your way back. Yeah. So, you know, and there's nothing wrong with $10 million a year. There's nothing wrong with, with having that as a goal, but not the main, yeah. the main goal. No, that's just know? the extra. It's the extras. And you'll get there probably faster if you don't focus. Exactly. A hundred percent. One thousand percent. All right, guys, that's the end of this random podcast episode. <laughs>